Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Super duper welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, this is Talk to Thrive By. Thank you guys for tuning us in, turning us on. We have got a great lineup for you today. Um, first off, let me give a shout out to Mr. B. Hello, Mr. Benny. How uh, the heck are you? I'm doing well, Pat. How are you? I am really wonderful. Excellent. Just had a great weekend down by the beach. Yes, Washington has a beach. And it was just beautiful, beautiful. Stayed at a place called Iron Springs. Absolutely amazing. Um, we were celebrating as a group of friends 20 years together. And uh-huh. my gosh, it was amazing. I know. It was so sweet. Sounds like a wonderful um, time, though. It was a wonderful time. I put on two pounds and uh, eaten all the really good stuff that folks know how to cook. And it's <laughs> worth for an anniversary like that. It'll, it'll, you, you'll burn it off quickly. Uh, exactly. I'm going to burn it off during this show. There you uh, go. Benny, we have a great up for, for, for folks today. First of all, we are thrilled to uh, be introducing to Dr. Evan Alexander. And the reason that this is so fun is because you're going to get to hear an interview I did with A. But what we're right now, Benny, what we're doing live is we're offering um, two pair of tickets to this upcoming keynote, which is happening this Friday. Those of you out there, here it is, Friday, June 14th, 7 to 9 p.m., Proof of Heaven, a neurosurgeon's journey into the afterlife. This will be at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle, okay? And so we have, for those of you out there that are listening right now, we have two pair of tickets to do this really easily for those that are trying to get in. They'll be offered throughout the show today. Best way to do it, Mr. Benny, is to have people call our 800 number starting now, 800-9-2819-1800-9. All right, let me, uh, let me jump in here, Pat. Your, uh, your communication is breaking up a little bit. So basically what we're giving away is Two pair of tickets to Dr. Eben Alexander's uh, is event, the keynote speaking. It's on this 14th. It's Friday coming up. So it's two pair, and I can only take one pair right now. And when we give out that one pair, then we'll close up the lines. We'll reopen them. We'll give away another pair, and that's 800-930-2819. That's the number, 800-930-2819 for those uh, first pair of tickets for the Dr. Pat Show. Sorry about that, Pat. Just easier. That's good. 
That's because you're the man. Thank you so much. And I just want to tell everybody and uh, let everybody know that what we have going on is an incredible event. Friday, June 14th, as we said, is the is the the keynote, which is which is crazy good. But I also want to tell people about the workshop, and you know the workshop that's happening is uh, June 15th for those of you. Sacred Sound Meditation Workshop, June 15th, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, and that also is going to be at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle. So if you go to the website spiritualliving.org. Uh, check it out. If you go to the drpatshow.com, on the left-hand side, you'll see Dr. Evans' picture, and you just click on it, and you'll be able to get there. So there's a lot of information, a lot of ways to participate in his groundbreaking work. And to hear his story about proof of life is clearly, for me, transformative. It is an amazing introduction into taking that journey, that exploration down the path of what we each believe. What do we believe in the life? So the keynote Friday, uh, Saturday, uh, the 15th, please check it out. Go to spiritualliving.org and, uh, and register uh, for it and signed up. And as Benny said throughout the show today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be giving um, first pair of tickets right now, and then we'll give away the second pair. So please keep dialing in to the show for these, 1-800-930-2819. I'm sure Mr. Benny is going to be busy, busy, busy grabbing those phones, so we want to make sure that those of you out there have – you know, all the information you need. Uh, If you haven't gotten his book, uh, it's going to be a fascinating book for you guys to read. It's, um, you know, I get to to really look at, you know, some of the most forward-looking folks that have us really think about what life means, has us think about what the world is about, has us think about what our own lives are about, what is purposeful, what is meaningful. And so, um, you know, we know that this is the time for each of us to say yes. Now, uh, Benny has just informed me that the first pair of tickets have been given away, and so that's kind of cool. What I'd like to say to you guys out there is that what you can do is, (laughs) is... Give us another shout. We're ready to give the second pair of tickets away. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Love to give the second pair of tickets away. I'd love to meet you guys there. These tickets are going to be at will call. And so I'm hoping to, uh, you know, uh, connect with all of our listeners that are there. And so you'll hear more about that in the next hour, how we're planning to do that. Um, one of the things I want to say is that for any of us that have ever dealt with a diagnosis, any of us that have ever dealt with, you know, being told that, you know, you may go to bed at night and wake up the next day, or you may go to bed at night and not wake up the next day, you have a sense of what it means to, to step into the world of the unknown. What is so fascinating about Dr. Alexander and why it's so really cool for us to be introducing him to you is you get to take a look at somebody's life 
from the point of view, not just of lessons, but what are the messages that each of us is open to receive? Sometimes we hear them. Sometimes we miss them. At least that's my own personal journey. But what I've come to know today in my life is that I pay a lot more attention. So Dr. Alexander is going to share his transformative experience, profound lessons, and the complete revision of everything, everything he has come to believe about science, consciousness, spirituality, and the very nature of existence. Um, It is pretty incredible when you think about what our lives are about and when you think about how we grow up with one perspective on life and death and beyond. And then something happens to us, as in his case. You know, something happens to somebody who had been the doctor for so many people with trauma, brain tumors, you name it, and then is faced with his own vulnerability, and then is faced with his own experience of being put in a a very rare and mysterious uh, uh, you know, bacterial meningitis that put him completely into a coma. But what happens then when you come out of that and you come out of that from the place of a completely new point of view about your life? What do you do with that? And I think that's what each of us is here to know for ourselves. I know that I wouldn't be here speaking with you. I certainly wouldn't be here with Mr. Benny now going on our 10th year had I not gone through my own healing experience, only to know in this moment, in this day, you know, what it is that I'm meant to do in service of all of you out there. And so, you know, we love, love, love being part of your lives, and we are so appreciative that you invite us into your days each and every day to bring forth some of the most incredible messages so that you can choose for yourselves what life is to mean. Benny, thank you so much. Um, you know, we I believe that the tickets have been given away. Yes, they're um, all gone. Good job, Mr. Benny. Thank you. We're going to take a short break, everybody, and when we come back... Um, This is one of the most amazing interviews I've done in a long time. Later on at the 11 o'clock hour, I just want to tell everybody, get ready for another transformative hour with Dr. Freedom and Chap. So we've lined up two hours of super thought-provoking talk radio for you. And this is what makes Benny and I smile. Let's take a short break, Mr. B. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, a.m. 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk Radio. Are you ready to have all your relationships work for you? Those with your family, friends, and coworkers? Perhaps with a lover? How about with your body and your money? 
Ask Susan, relationship counselor, life coach, and access consciousness facilitator, Susan Lazar Hart, has assisted thousands in creating relationships that truly work for them. Ask Susan, a monthly telecall where you can be heard and receive simple tools to apply to all your relationships. AskSusan.net. That's ask-susan.net. Are you tired of being bloated and nauseous? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know eating unhealthy foods eventually leads to an unhealthy digestive system? Did you know eating the most healthy, nutritious food doesn't necessarily result in a healthy body? The stomach must be healthy in order to properly digest, metabolize, and utilize even the best of nutrition. Without proper digestion from the stomach through the intestinal tract, the nutritious value is not absorbed and the improperly digested food can be more toxic to your body than helpful. You can be doing all the right things and getting all the wrong results. In fact, other organs may also be interfering with your stomach's ability to digest. Contact us today for your appointment at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. Or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Do you want to know what heaven is really like? Well, if there are pearly gates and angels all around? Well, join me and countless others in Seattle on June 14th as Dr. Eben Alexander, author of the New York Times bestseller, Proof of Heaven, a neurosurgeon's journey into the afterlife, shares his transformative experience, profound lessons, and the complete revision of everything he has come to believe about science, consciousness, spirituality, and the very nature of all existence. Get your tickets today and join us as we welcome Dr. Alexander to Seattle for the first time. Oh, and if you are into really cool experiential workshops, he is one of those too. So please visit the drpatshow.com, click on the picture or the link, and register. Friday, June 14th, Seattle at the Center for Spiritual Living. And you know what? Let's all of us take a closer look at what it means to have proof of heaven. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to a special edition of the Dr. Pat Show. This is really awesome. I've been so looking forward to having a conversation with Dr. Alexander joining me here today. His book is Proof of Heaven. Uh, Dr. Alexander, thank you so much for, for joining me. I want to just get back for a little bit what you were saying before the break about what this experience has been like for you, for you to actually even tell your truth. Because there's something that happens when we kind of, you know, depart from what people think are, you know, the boxes that we should be in. So I'd love for you to continue that. Okay. Well, uh, as I was saying, the, you know, one of the toughest things initially uh, was just trying to come to grips with it. And uh, the reality of it was so intense and over the top that I, you know, as my doctors are telling me, well, you were too sick to have any experience. In fact, we cannot understand any way that you come back like this with your mental function, um, I assumed that, you know, they were telling me something that I was to believe, which is my brain was too sick to do this. And I knew enough from what they told me to realize that to have any kind of conscious experience at all when I was that sick, especially with severe bacterial meningitis, which is the most crucial element of the story, um, I thought, well, it must show us something about consciousness and the brain if I could have such a rich and extraordinary experience um, when my brain should have had no experience at all. And that's why I think the book is having such a 
gigantic impact in the scientific and uh, philosophical and theological worlds is because of what it is telling us about the nature of reality and the nature of consciousness and existence. Um, so I spent, you know, many months uh, initially writing down everything I could remember. And my oldest son, Evan the Fourth, who was majoring in neuroscience uh, in college at the time, he saw me, uh, you know, two days out of the hospital when he got home from school, day before Thanksgiving, 2008. And he was shocked because he had last seen me in coma for four days on a ventilator. And now there I was, you know, he, he greeted me at the door at 6 o'clock that morning after he drove all night to surprise me before Thanksgiving. And I was 16 pounds lighter than I had been, and I was standing there with an IV in my arm, uh, still getting IV antibiotics at home. And uh, he said there was like a light shining through me, that I was so much more present than I'd ever been. And he could tell this has been a very kind of mind-changing, world-changing experience. And he advised me that if I wanted it to be of any value, that I needed to write everything down that I could remember of my journey before I read anything about near-death experiences or about physics or cosmology. Best advice. So I did that, and I wrote everything down, about 20,000 words over six weeks. Then I started reading the near-death literature, and that's when I was kind of blown away. And I'll also say that during those six weeks of writing it all down, um, I during those six weeks, those kind of memories and knowledge of neuroscience, consciousness, brain, mind, all that was coming back to me and conflicting with what I I was writing down because the whole journey was very clear in my mind when I first woke up, but as these other, all this knowledge of neuroscience and consciousness was coming back, it was saying no way. And at the same right. time, I was reviewing medical records with colleagues and neurologists, neurosurgeons who were there when I was in coma, and we were all just kind of encountering this no way. This brain could not have come up with any of this at all. And, of course, there were cues in the story, time cues, about when the vast majority of the journey happened, which was all between days one and five, not on days six and seven, when I actually then came out of coma on day seven. And those clues are very, very crucial at understanding the reality of the experience. And, of course, by six weeks out, I'd written all that down. I was really confused because... This was all way too powerful a message about the nature of reality, and I was trying to explain it as brain-based, and yet it was very clear, no matter how I turned it, that I could not force it to be brain-based. It was very real. It truly happened. The memories have never faded. They're not brain-based memories at all. It did not happen in my brain. It did not happen in the physical universe. But the important point is it truly happened in a realm that's more real and more fundamental than the material realm that we live in. And that's where the real deep issues start surfacing, and that's where I had to go very deeply into the very nature of consciousness, the very nature of the enigma of quantum mechanics, and try and understand what this was telling me. Yeah. And uh, it was, uh, I, I cannot tell you what a journey that was. I had to read more than 100 books and talk yeah. with hundreds of people trying to come to a much deeper understanding. Um, and it really is all about consciousness, and it's all about what's called the hard problem of consciousness, which I would say is the most challenging and arguably the most unanswerable question known to all of human thinking. It's so profound, we don't even know exactly how to phrase the question, but it's very easy to put it in perspective. It is simply the fact that there is not a mater reductive materialist scientist on Earth who studies 
brain, neuroscience, you know, consciousness, mind, um, who believes, you know, that it's all about physics, chemistry, biology of subatomic particles and nothing more. No, no scientist of that ilk can give you the first sentence explaining how the material brain creates consciousness. And that is a very profound realization that is uh, very well supported. And in fact, there are many scientists and deep thinkers and people around this earth who already get this and have been wrestling it for a long time as it is. And in fact, the deepest issues that I wrestle with now, I would say, are kind of the natural uh, extension of a 3,000-year arc of human destiny and understanding. And that's what this is all about, is spirituality and science are coming together now, but in a way that demands that science greatly expand its boundaries uh, well, to come I, to a fuller understanding. I, yeah. I, I love, first of all, let me tell you, I love your book, and I love your website. I love what you're inviting all of us to look at. And, and I absolutely know what you're talking about. Many of our listeners may not. Um, and the reason that I think this is such an important message, it's, it's to invite people, I believe, into the conversation, into the world of possibility, that you cannot um, pick up a book and, and, and see a scientific equation or how something's supposed to work. Because when we see what you've seen and, and when we hear what you say about this, and I'm really excited about your upcoming workshops, it opens our minds, it opens our hearts. But more importantly, there is this invisible field that begins. And I would love for you to talk about that, that infinite energy of unconditional love, you know, the healing power, the power of prayer, because I want to, you know, I I don't know what, I don't know if you, you heard the first part of what I was talking about, but I watch this with a person that shouldn't be alive today. Uh And, you know, I mean, you're a, you're a a neuro surgeon, so you know what, you know, what are they, a Venus angioma is. And, and so, right. I mean, starting and stopping and nobody can explain it, but your story as well. Let's talk about this infinite energy, how it, how it's come to you and what you've come to learn about it. And now talk about. Okay. Well, it's, um, I can tell you that even in those early days when I was trying to write this all up as a neuroscientific report and trying to uncover what it told me about consciousness and the brain, because my doctors were telling me very clearly that there was no way I could have had any experience at all with a brain as sick as mine was with bacterial meningitis inactivating the entire neocortex, the outer surface of the brain. That's the part that makes us human. There's no other medical condition that could have put me in coma, that could have given me a near-death experience, where I would then be able to conclude so firmly that it really happened, but it really happened outside my brain, outside the physical universe, in a realm that's much more real than this one. Anything else that puts you in coma leaves at least some chunk of that neocortex functioning, at least partially. And that's why this very severe and complete bacterial meningitis was so helpful at getting me to the point after many months of wrestling with, you know, talking with my colleagues, trying to come up with an explanation, that there was no way that it happened in the brain. And, of course, the reality is, you know, tens of thousands of people have had similar experiences and reported them. Those, those are out there. I'm not the only one to ever have a near-death experience, uh, and mine was very much like so many others. Uh, mine did have a few noteworthy uh, differences to it, which I think were there for a purpose. Uh, it took me a very long time to realize all of that, 
and initially my explanations for you know why my father wasn't there and and uh and other things and note notably that i had none of kind of the religious trappings of my Eben alexander life before coma were there none of that was there uh it's interesting that i get you know kind of chastised by the by some members of the real fundamentalist community who are lambasting me because they say that Jesus was not there in my journey, oh. uh, at least not obvious form. And then I get lambasted by the scientific skeptical side who are saying, well, it's way too kind of Christian-based as a journey. Um, yeah. It's almost like you, you, can't, you can't win no matter what. But the reality is I reported the facts as they are. I mean, the whole thing is just my journey, and I didn't make anything up. I didn't add things or subtract things because I thought that would take away from the data that was there. And uh, the important thing to understand is that that realm is very real. And, uh, you know, so many other near-death experiencers have come back with similar stories. And to me, the big shock about reading near-death experience literature after my, you know, after those six weeks of recording my whole journey um, is the fact that the similarities far outweigh the differences. And. Uh, in fact, that extends way back into afterlife literature, going back 3,000 years, as well as the um, writings of uh, religious mystics and prophets going back at least 3,000 years. It's all about a realm that is absolutely real and exists. And I think the skeptics uh, bang their head against the trees so hard they miss the forest. And the trees they bang into are kind of pulling out little details of differences between these stories. And they point out, oh, well, you know, just because they create as Jesus and that all-loving, all-powerful light body as Jesus. And and the Muslim sees that same all-powerful, loving light body as Muhammad. And the atheist sees that all-loving, all-powerful, loving light body as something they just don't know what to name because they're an atheist. That doesn't take away from the fact that they're all having a very similar experience. And in fact, the deepest and most profound aspects of all the transcendental near-death experiences out there have absolutely no explanation whatsoever from the kind of medical scientific circles. And, you know, I was a card-toting member of of those clubs before my journey, and uh, I would have said, nodded my head, oh, yes, we understand the tunnel, and oh, yes, we understand the bright light, and it's all the brain dying, don't get excited about it, Uh, go on with your lives, citizens. And that's totally wrong, because, in fact, when you get into the depths of these very powerful stories and the lessons people get from encountering souls of departed loved ones, sometimes they didn't even know that loved one was departed until after they come back and find out that the loved one had passed over. But, um, you know, the lessons, the memories are uh, life-changing, and they are also very, very persistent. Uh, That's another thing that surprised me. When I was coming out of my coma, after I woke up, after the breathing tube was taken out, after I started having conversations with people around me in the ICU room, I spent about 36 hours in and out of kind of a crazy, delusional, paranoid, psychotic, uh, delusional state called an ICU psychosis. Uh, Very vivid, like a kind of a vivid nightmare, and yet nothing like the intense ultra-reality and deep conceptual flow of the experience deep in coma in the gateway and in the core realms that I describe in my book. Um, initially, when my doctors told me the dying brain can do anything, you can forget about all that, all those bizarre memories, I lumped it all together, and I wrote it all down. 
I'm glad I wrote down those delusional yeah. psychotic uh, memories after coming out of coma. Uh, they were very language-based and clearly was very much my brain trying to come back online after this should-have-killed-me meningitis. Uh, and again, very distinct and different from the ultra-real, powerful memories of the gateway and coral realm. Interestingly enough, within a few months, the memories from that psychotic delusional phase after I woke up from coma had vanished. I'm glad I wrote them down. I still talk about them at, uh, at some of my talks, just like I talk about my gateway journey and the core journey. Um, but the core and gateway memories that I describe in my book from deep in coma are as strong now as if they happened yesterday. Um, and those crazy psychotic delusional nightmare memories faded within weeks, even though I talk about them too. That's a very crucial point about experience and about memory uh, because it's not all brain-based. Before I my coma, this. I would have, well, it's all in the brain. Study the brain. Have infinite right. knowledge of the brain, and you get it, and that's right. not true. Right. Well, let's take a short break. We're going to skip our next break. We're going to take a short one here uh, for our station ID. When we come back, we're going to talk with Dr. Eamon Alexander. The book is Proof of Heaven for those of you out there. I want you to know also um, we're going to give you his website as well uh, so that you can make sure that you can find out where he's going to be. But first off, let me just say to you that he's definitely going to be in the Seattle area. I want you to make sure that you check out um, the uh, website spiritualliving.com org for details but what i can tell you now is you want to mark your calendar make sure you have it um where you're looking at um friday june 14th you're also looking at june 13th um a great event at east west book a great event at um the center for spiritual living in seattle dr alexander will be there we're going to give you some more details when we come back a workshop a talk. It's amazing. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what is it that gets in the way of that true connection? You know, what is it about God that we want to believe? And then when the God and the God of your choice, whatever you call it, what happens when that God shows up? How willing are you to speak out and say, I do believe in something else? And how can we harness harness that power let's take a short break we'll be right back with the dr pat show grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years when in pain see dr thane dr thane of wellness one of bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the consumers research council of america and for good reason He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Are you a health-conscious, spiritual woman who is just tired of struggling with food obsession, emotional eating, and constantly having to struggle with weight and food? You aren't alone. The secret is within us, often in releasing internal resistance and blocks to our own success. To learn how to end the war with food and your body now and find peace, go to eatlikeagoddess.com for your free audio. Break free from food obsession and lose weight without trying. That is eatlikeagoddess.com. Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated, life-altering changes occurring on the planet? The Quantum Vortex is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum healing and energetic activations. 
weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing, Meg Benedicte is accelerating change at the cellular level. For more details on private sessions, meditation CDs, downloads, and teleseminars, visit NewEarthCentral.com. Want to know what the best-kept secret in Access Consciousness is? It's the Access Gold Club. Demanding more change and the latest and greatest, but can't always get to all the classes you desire? Let Gary and Dane come to you. Join the Gold Club, and each month you'll receive a 60-minute live call, a weekly email on the month's theme containing the latest clearings in written form, and an MP3 loop. Twice a month, receive a brand new video with Gary and Dane. How does it get any better than this? In addition to receiving a CD format of the monthly call mailed to you, you'll also enjoy a surprise bonus gift. Be in on the secret. Join today at www.isnowthetime.com slash special dash tips. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to a special edition of the Dr. Pat Show live with Dr. Evan Alexander. First of all, let me just make sure, Dr. Alexander, why don't we give out your website and let's start there. And then I'll also let people know the other sites they could go to for the upcoming events in Seattle. Okay. I would uh, invite people to visit me at lifebeyonddeath.net. That's one word, lifebeyonddeath.net. And um, they're are many, many interviews and links to videos, et cetera, that are available on that site. Plus, I have a reading list on that site with a lot of books that people can get if they're interested in pursuing all this. Uh, also, I steer people to Eternia, E-T-E-R-N-E-A dot org, and um, that is a site I started with John Audet that's all about uh, really educating the public about the physics of consciousness, about uh, science and spirituality coming together and how they strengthen each other. Uh, and also it offers up a database for people to tell their own stories. And we, we envision millions of people leaving their stories there about spiritually transformative experiences that will help prove the reality of that realm. So Eternia.org. And for those who are interested in meditation, and of course we'll be doing some of the meditation uh, when we're visiting in Seattle, uh, go to sacredacoustics.com, and they have a free download. Uh, also, I did a webinar with uh, Karen Newell of Sacred Acoustics through Sounds True, and you can find links to that through the sacredacoustics.com website as well as through my lifebeyonddeath.net website. And uh, Sacred Acoustics is all about getting deeply into the binaural beats and into uh, uh, deep auditory manipulation of transcendental uh, states in meditation, transcendental uh, forms of consciousness. And what I believe is uh, setting our conscious awareness free from the here and now of the local brain and the mind on this side of the veil. So, wow. sacred.com. 
I think that's great. I mean, and we'll make sure we continue to give that information out. Uh, you know, there are a lot of things that I mentioned before the break that I want to chat with you about and certainly um, want to talk with you about uh, what you're hearing people ask. You know, what are you hearing people say as you travel around? Um, you know, there must be many, many things that you that people are asking. I mean, you and I both know what it's like to say yes to this journey and then have our colleagues. I mean, my my school blacklisted me from mentoring any students because they thought I was stand. I, I was a picture of me with with uh, they thought I had two crystals in my in my hand. I mean, can you imagine that? But you have gone through what is what some people call the hero's journey because you weren't um, silenced. What are people asking you? What is on their mind? Well, I, I would say a lot of people in the in the lay audience uh, ask, you know, what what do your scientific uh, friends and colleagues make of all this? Yeah, I think that's a very good question, and I'll tell you that um, I would say there are two groups within kind of science and medicine who get on mm-hmm. board pretty rapidly. Um, first of all. Uh, Scientists and doctors, uh, neurologists, neurosurgeons who know uh, much about consciousness and about the deep nature of consciousness. And I must confess, before my coma, I really did not know much at all about what's called the hard problem of consciousness. And it is, in fact, one of the deepest mysteries known to all of human thought. I would say it's probably the most vexing conundrum known to all of human thinking. Uh, And it's very simply, you know, that no one can give an explanation for how the physical brain might give rise to consciousness. And then, of course, beyond that, certainly materialist neuroscience, uh, you know, that says brain creates mind, is absolutely clueless when it comes to explaining uh, (laughs) phenomena of non-local consciousness. Uh, Things like remote viewing, out-of-body experiences, uh, precognition, uh, telepathy, uh, near-death, uh, near-death experiences, deathbed visitations, after-death communications, reincarnation, past life memories. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and you can, you can see a pretty complete list at attorney.org. Uh, I also steer scientists to read Irreducible Mind Toward a Psychology for the 21st Century, a book that came out in 2007 from Division of Perceptual Studies, uh, University of Virginia, and also a little lighter because that one is a heavy 800-page scientific tome on non-local consciousness. There's also Pim Van Lommel's book. He's a Dutch cardiologist and MD. Beautiful book called Consciousness Beyond Life. Um, All those are on my reading list at lifebeyonddeath.net. But the important thing is that a lot of scientists and physicians get it. If The more people know about consciousness and the deep mystery of it, and that includes the enigma of quantum mechanics because uh, that is right at the heart of understanding what is going on here and that consciousness is, in fact, uh, eternal and is uh, our spirit and soul is eternal. And the enigma of quantum mechanics is the smoking gun that helps to prove that. And I go into some of that in my other presentations. I touch on it briefly in the book. Uh, So those uh, scientists are rapidly on board with this. Uh, Many of them have been for years. There are many out there far wiser than I am who uh, have been trying to elucidate uh, some of this truth to the world for decades. Uh, In addition, I would say that healthcare workers who have worked with patients making the transition, that is, patients who are dying in the ICU, and hospice, whatever, whose body is dying, 
um, by the thousands, those nurses and other healthcare workers and some doctors get it. They've seen enough to realize that when the body dies, it's not the end. And that is a crucial part of getting this. And, uh, you know, the people who have all the experience with it, you know, hospice nurses, ICU nurses, they've known this forever. And that they'll tell you that. Uh, so, you know, it's those of us who don't have all that experience, who are not, you know, deeply into the process of physical bodies dying, who have seen the evidence that soul is absolutely real and and lasts and, and lives beyond death of the body, uh, they get it too. And this is all about waking this world up to these truths because the people who have all the deep experience in it know the truth. I'm simply trying to take the rest of people, and that does include a lot of the doctors who may not be quite as on board yet, just like I was not as on board before my coma. I needed this very heavy thumping to get it. Um, but, you know, the scientific community, in my view, is really changing and waking up. And there are still those uh, kind of reductive materialist scientists, those who believe that brain creates mind and consciousness, those who think that it's just birth to death, nothing more, those who think that when the brain and body die, that's the end. Um, but I'm hoping to help bring them up to the next level, too. I mean, that's I wrote my book mainly for skeptics. Uh, you know, that's what I'm describing there, the reductive materialist scientists who... Uh, think they fully get it that you know if you understand electrons, quarks, protons, neutrons, uh, their physics, their chemistry, their biology, mm -hmm. then you explain everything. Well, that is false because that says nothing whatsoever about soul, spirit, consciousness, and uh, the true depths of our existence, and that this realm is absolutely real. And there are millions of people who already know this and get this, and I'm just trying to help get the rest of the world up to speed to understanding it. I love this. Well, I have a hot off the press announcement that I have to make. Uh, you know, first of all, um, I, I don't know if you even know this yourself, but I just received a, a notice as you were speaking that um, the workshop that you were going to do at East West Book uh, Shop has been moved to the Center for Spiritual Living due to the fact that it has already sold out for East West. And so it is over capacity. And so for those of you out there, I must tell you, please go to spiritualliving.org. You know, this is an amazing event, June 15th. Please mention that to your friends that it will be at the Center for Spiritual Living. Also, June 14th, there's a keynote event at, C at the Center for Spiritual Living as well. If you go to spiritualliving.org, that is going to be the best place for Dr. Evan, you know, the workshop, the information as well, because, um, wow, Folks are really welcoming you, welcoming you to Seattle, uh, Dr. Alexander. Um, look, I want to ask you, there's so many things that I could ask you. We could have done a two-hour interview. I, I noticed in the book when I was reading it, you know, you mentioned that Einstein was one of your early scientific idols. And one of the things that you put in the book under a final dilemma, uh, I love this chapter, by the way, uh, is, is a quote. And it says, I must be willing to give up what I am in order to become what I will be. Now, it's really clear when, when folks meet you and hear your story that, you know, this applies to you. But I got the sense that the reason you put it in here is for each of us to come away 
with the belief and the knowing that it applies to all of us. I would love for you to talk about this final dilemma and to talk about that quote a little bit in terms of what's possible for us. Well, I think uh, I'm very glad you brought that up. Um, This is all about each and every one of us changing fundamentally and about this whole world changing at unprecedented levels. And that, uh, I can tell you, that is what drives a lot of my passion and enthusiasm and, and just absolute joy about the process of what I see happening here. And again, I had to stand back from all this and really kind of see it as a 3,000-year arc of human history and destiny uh, to fully understand how science and spirituality are coming together in a very powerful way. Uh, and it has to do with global conscious awakening. And it really is for each and every one of us to make this transition. The gift of this uh, transformative catalyst is inside each and every one of us, is that divine spark of consciousness, which is our soul. That part is eternal. Uh, In our mind, dumbed down on this side of the veil, um, it is a consciousness that is somewhat limited. And that's why I'm such a huge fan of meditation and centering prayer and other means of getting deeply in and taking that little voice, the little voice in our head, which, of course, I used to think that was the pinnacle of intellectual achievement in the universe was the little voice in our head. You know, that same one that all that tuition money went into, all those 20 years of neurosurgical experience, you know, the little scientific voice, the rational thinking voice in my head. Of course, after my coma, I came to realize that that voice is not really me at all. In fact, my consciousness observes that voice, that little voice. Uh, And, of course, a lot of this has to do with a much richer understanding of who we truly are as these spiritual beings. Uh, We're far more than the little being of that voice that's tied up with ego and self uh, in our little head. And I can tell you that neuroscience proved four decades ago that that little voice is a spectator. It may tell you that it's, you know, as part of ego and self, that it is the decision maker, but you can prove in neuroscientific uh, setting using um, electrocorticography, you can prove that that voice only is informed of the decision. And that's a huge part of this, is coming to realize that our consciousness is actually far, far grander than that. And that's the part that we come to know through deep meditation. And, of course, Tibetan monks and other long-term meditators have gotten this for millennia. Uh, they have known this, the Dalai Lama and all of his uh, um, you know, ancestors, uh, knew this and taught this very well um, and still do to this day. And that's what I think is very important about this now is getting our spirituality. And a lot of it is kind of the Eastern mystical approach, but luckily the mystical traditions of all great religions, whether it's Kabbalism and Jewish mysticism or Sufism and Islam, uh, Christian mysticism, they all converge with Buddhism, uh, Hinduism. They all converge towards this much deeper knowing of the oneness that is our consciousness, that we all share, and at its core, it is divine. And when I say all this, I'm all about breaking down boundaries, the boundaries between science and spirituality, between spirituality and religion, and between the various religions are false man-made boundaries. 
And so much of our growth and progress in the coming years, which I think is filled with promise and optimism, has to do with realizing that those boundaries are false and they they get in the way of our progress as humans, both as individuals and as human species and as all life on Earth and as all consciousness uh, in a cosmic sense because it extends far beyond the boundaries of Earth. And uh, this is all about that next phase of human evolution. And I'm very excited for my little part in helping to take this world to that next level. And, of course, there's much more to be done to help that happen. But it really, at its core, will be individual growth through introspection, through deep meditation, centering prayer, through coming to realize that that all-powerful, all-loving deity uh, at the core of it all that I encountered on my journey and that so many others have seen on their spiritual journeys is absolutely real. And I base all my conclusions in my book and in moving forward on the most advanced principles of science, physics, what we know about space and time, free will, predeterminism, and the fundamental nature of consciousness. And this is all about individual awakening. The answer is within us all, and the truth is there. And that's what we're embracing now as we move forward. Yeah, and you know, this is really so uh, so so significant for people that are meeting you that have read your book. And by the way, c- uh, you know, congratulations on on the success of your book because and and your message because what it really I I think to me what it points to is the fact that you are really affirming what people have been in the closet about for a really long time. Um you know, folks that have had this kind of experience that maybe were able to talk about it, but had to go inside with it because nobody believed them. Right. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, I think it, it, it's a very important point. And uh, as I've already mentioned, I think the, 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 probably the biggest value of my book is really to take the lid off to allow people to come out with, with these stories because they are a tremendous lesson about the true nature of our existence. That realm is absolutely real. Uh, the, exa- the kind of uh, metaphor I give in my book is it's kind of like looking out at the night sky and seeing all the beautiful wonders of the cosmos, all the stars and galaxies, and the, and the real beauty of this tremendous, uh, awesome creation of a universe. Uh, and then the sun comes up in the morning, and it blocks it all out. Uh, in fact, our local here-now consciousness and our, the veil of our brain kind of dumbed down in this level is like that sun rising in the sky, and it kind of obliterates that grander scale of all that truly exists, uh, so it's not necessarily visible. Um, and I think it's, it's a reasonable analogy uh, for what's going on here, and that's why going deep into consciousness, turning off that little voice in our head, the little voice of the ego and self, and getting in touch with the much deeper uh, aspects of consciousness that is our true eternal being um, is where we will all get these deepest lessons. And I'm simply helping to, to point the way there. Um, and it's, it's a real gift that we all have within our, uh, within our being. And you don't need a near-death experience. You don't, don't need a death experience. Uh, this is all within the grasp of every one of us who is conscious. And so in so many ways, this is just about an awakening to our true consciousness. 
Well, I, I want to thank you. First of all, I want to thank you for saying yes um, to uh, taking this journey, this story out into the world. And I want to thank you for joining me on the show. And please know that you're welcome uh, anytime. Um, there's so much in the book, for those of you out there, Proof of Heaven, on neurosurgeon's journey into the afterlife. But more importantly, if you go to the website, lifebeyonddeath.net, or if you go to spiritualliving.org, you're going to be able to find lots of information about the upcoming events. Uh, I have one last question for you. And again, thank you so much. Uh, what is your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? I think that probably the personal message is that we are so much more than this physical incarnation in this body. And to come to know the truly grand, uh, eternal spiritual beings that each and every one of us uh, truly is will help to heal self, heal our soulmates and our other beings that were around, help to heal this whole planet and help to heal all of consciousness throughout the universe. And knowing that we are deeply loved by an all-powerful creator, and know that that love never, ever goes away, and that we have nothing to fear. And I think these lessons, if people can come to truly hear and know uh, this in their heart, because they can, the answer is there within you, um, to have no fear, to know that you are deeply loved forever, that you're an eternal being, and that we are with our soulmates, our relationships with our loved ones uh, continues through many, many lives and in that higher spiritual realm. And so it is. Thank you so much, Dr. Alexander, everyone. Um, if you've missed any part of this, we'll be playing this later on tonight and on many of the other stations. Make sure you go to spiritualliving.org. Check it out. He's going to be here. We're going to be there. Make yourselves a great day. Hi, I'm Michelle Bond. I'm the wellness coach who shines a light on what you put into your body. You're hearing a lot about gluten these days, how bad it is for you and how you need to avoid it altogether. Weed is really getting a bad name. So I've come up with some tips to help you avoid becoming gluten intolerant. Number one, avoid all processed foods. Not only are you getting altered wheat, but you're also getting a toxic cocktail of GMOs, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, preservatives, and artificial ingredients that can cause anyone to become allergic not only to gluten, but to all kinds of foods. Number two, when enjoying bread products, make sure they are organic and artisanal if possible with no soy at all. Soy is linked to leaky gut syndrome, which causes allergies. For more information and to experience an aha moment, join me on my show, The Michelle Bond Show, Awaken to a New Reality, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Or go to my website, themichellebondshow.com. Do you want to know what heaven is really like? Join Dr. Evan Alexander, author of the New York Times bestseller, Proof of Heaven, a neurosurgeon's journey into the afterlife, on Friday, June 14th at the Center for Spiritual Living as he shares his transformative experience, its profound lessons, and the complete revision of everything he has come to believe about science, consciousness, spirituality, and the very nature of all existence. For more information and to register, go to thedrpatshow.com, click on the picture, and register today. Tune in Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio.
The Awakening Radio with Patricia. This hit show awakens your dormant, divine, feminine energy. The Awakening Show is the next step on your evolutionary journey through life. Get ready to awaken the dormant seedings within you, your soul's encodement, power, and purpose. And bring this forward with confidence and clarity through the power of your own voice. This show promises to boldly go where you've been before. You just need to remember. Be inspired. Become rewired with The Awakening Radio. Visit AwakeningRadio.com for weekly topics. Oh, aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great, we should spread the word. Absolutely, spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. <laughs> 